All right, Sunday night, 7 o'clock time for another edition of the Sports Phone here on KZYX. Jerry in Portland, Jim hanging out in the studio. Jim, happy Sunday. How you doing? Um, um, you know, it's it's been a challenging week for me. We've got, um, yeah. you know, it's been, been tough. My mom's a little under the weather, and she's been on our show. You know, she's been on our show as a guest, you know, a national championship swimmer. I'm just wishing her the best from the sports phone. Yeah, absolutely. So I got a question for you to start this off. Um, didn't prep you for this one, so oh, my apologies. I like these. Yeah, yeah. And this is it's casual. It's an easy question. So how quickly does the average week go by for you? Like, obviously, it's the oh, same amount of time. Man. It's the same number of days every week. But if you had to, like, think about it, a normal average week, how quickly does it feel like it goes by for you? Gosh, it's sometimes I swear I drive into this show and I drive home and and all of a sudden I'm 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 calling you and it's Sunday afternoon saying I'll talk to you at six o'clock tonight. Sometimes I think it's like one day. <laughs> but and, and I'm also gonna say. And I want to warn you about something. This could be a sign that you're getting old if, if you think that's happening because it's 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 actually a mathematical concept here. Every day for the rest of your life in relativeness to the length of your life is shorter. Do you know what I'm saying or not? Yeah, no, no, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So a week to me is a much smaller percentage Fair, You're going to be fair. sorry you asked this question. No, no, it's fair. I, I, you know, the, well, the reason I asked it was because I've kind of started adding some newer stuff into my schedule every week. Oh. And I, I feel like that's helped it go by quicker because I have these kind of benchmarks that I now have for the week where I know, okay, it's just I, I go to work on Monday. It's like, well, I just got two nights, and then I'm going to game night on Wednesday night. And then when I leave game night, it's like, oh, well, I know to the next day on Thursday I'm doing this other game night. And then – then by the time that's over, I only got one day of work left, and then it's the weekend. Okay, so for I, I feel like since I've added in kind of regular routines in the middle of the week, uh, my it feels like weeks have gone by faster. As Kramer might say, the cat is now whoop, out of the bag. Yeah. And what I want to ask you right now is because it comes up all the time now. Um. When I talk to people about what you do, the, the the games you play, I want to know. I mean, board games are very clear. Board games are board games. Video games are uh, video games. I want to know how fast is board is the social aspect of playing board games? Is it even close? Is it catching up? Where is it in the big picture of Ooh. board games versus versus, versus uh, video games? Yeah. Um. It's a good question. I, I, I don't know how much time we'll, we'll want to spend on this because it's not a sports question at all. I think it's catching wait, up. Wait, wait a minute here. You're the one that said video games and board games <laughs> were sports, so this is a sports no, question. No, I never said board games are. I think video games are an offshoot that their own, they're their own thing. It's called eSports. I think it's it's kind of its own thing. But um, I think it's catching up. I think it, it took off from what I know, the little I know, a lot during covid board games ah. have got brought back for multi like multiple people in a households uh that you know they they kind of were stuck together and board games picked up 
Uh, there are board game conventions. Uh, the biggest one is called Unplugged. I think it's in Philadelphia, where they just fill up a convention center with board games. Uh, and, like, new games. You can go play new ones, demo things. So, it's picking up. Uh, I really have enjoyed it. Uh, I've been going to a board, for listeners, to, I go to a board game store twice a week just to play different board games on kind of game nights and stuff. It's it's really fun. So, I think it's catching up. I would still say video games are higher up that list, but it's, it's getting there for sure. Yeah, and it, it's... Um, I mean... When I first hear the term, I'm I'm just thinking, okay, we got Monopoly, Risk, and uh, that's oh, the it. Classics, you know, the classics. I, the, the classics. But I didn't realize when I see you go out and shopping with your with your mom and for board games, and the stuff you guys are coming up with, and the fact that you're playing against the board, not the other people. I mean, yeah, it's a whole nother. Whole, it's a whole new level. Yeah, it's really, really yeah. taking off. It's a whole new level. All right. Welcome everybody to the sports phone. So uh, that was not sports related at all, but for the next 53 minutes, it's all about sports. So if you are new to the show, uh, Jim and I are big sports fans, uh, both are pretty much all level. Uh, we played, coached, officiated, uh, you, we're fans. We talk about sports a lot in our day-to-day lives. Uh, so we want to spend this one hour a week with the listening audience talking about sports. More important than that, we want to open up the phone lines to let you, the listeners, talk about whatever you would like to talk about going on in the world of sports. It can be high school, professional, rec league stuff, college, whatever it is, wherever it is, as long as it's sports related. It can be questions, topics, uh, quizzes, controversies, whatever you want to talk about, as long as it is sports related. Jim and I want to open up the phone lines and give you the opportunity uh, to give us a call and talk about those things uh, in the sports world. The number to do that is 707-895-2448. We're going to get the phone lines opened up here in just a little bit. But before we do that, I think we're going on week four now, so we can call it a regular segment at this point. Oh, yeah. Uh, we are going to go to our sports question, our trivia question for the week. Sports, sports phone trivia quiz is the proper name of it. It's... Um, it's, it is our, our newest section. What I want to know from sports fans, and we're going a little mainstream. We, we did it. We, we did a little bit, um, we did a little bit, we we did a little bit of, uh, sports on the moon last week, I think. That was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Javelin and golf. Our artificial turf was last week. Artificial turf. This is a little more mainstream here. In 1961, name the eight American Football League teams to start the season. The first year of the American Football League, you football fans. Who was in it? There were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams. Good luck. You can call anytime, 707-895-2. Four four eight. Phone lines are open for for any reason, let alone the sports quiz. We'll uh, read that one again if no one gets it right. Um, if I don't screw up that, like. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is the the AFL, the short-lived competitor to the NFL. What was alive from 1961 to 1966 uh, before they merged with the NFL, and we are looking for the first air the eight teams that played in the first season in the AFL in 1961. Uh, with that, phone lines are open, as Jim said. Uh, but until we get a call, I'll hand it back off to Jim, and we can uh, get rolling here. All right. The first uh, now I'm uh, getting to my favorite session, which is this day in sports history. 
Um, 8.14 is today's date. So now I'm talking about 8.14-1932. I like this one. In 1932, on 8.14, Dodgers pitcher John Quinn was the oldest pitcher to win a game. Now, Jerry, that could have been the quiz section. How old was he? He was 40. Uh. He was 49. He was 49, the old pitcher. What I want to know, Jared, by the time I get uh, much further is, did uh, has anyone beat that? Has there been any pitcher to yes. win a game that's older than 49? Yeah, record was broken on April 17th by Jamie Moyer, pitching for the Philadelphia Phillies. How old was he, 50? Uh, I don't hmm. have it listed right. here. I just have the, the record. You know, this one came up last week. For a different reason, but seeing today's the day on August 14th, 1936, the U.S. beat Canada in the first Olympic basketball game. And and you gave the score last week um, that it was 19 to 8, the USA won. Yeah. But there's some details we left at. It was a, <laughs> this is my favorite part of it. The reason they gave for the 19 to 8 score is because there were poor outdoor conditions <laughs> what if that means because we've all played basketball outside like it, i've oh, played in you... some competitive basketball games outside i'm curious if we're talking wind rain bad rims i wonder what the bad conditions are oh i'm telling you that's nothing uh, i don't care who we used to shovel ice and snow off in jamestown new york and it would be jim and Johnny Redlam on Cuso versus someone you know, Jared, Tommy Benson sure. and Steve Waite. We used to play two on two. We'd shovel snow, just, we, and we, we would only play half court because we only wanted to shovel off half the court. I think playing in high winds would be worse than playing in snow. High wind keeps the score down. It, it actually, in, sure. in, in, in snow, cold and snow, slows the game down. It slows the game, but there's still a lot of scoring. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's uh, 1936, U.S. versus Canada, 1980, in outdoor Olympic basketball. 1937, I like this one. The Detroit Tigers played a doubleheader. And I, I question, I was wondering, Joe, that was such a big part of my life growing up. Did they get rid of doubleheaders? No, they still played. Yeah, they still, yeah. They're still, yeah, they're still going on. Well, this was the most runs scored in doubleheader. The Detroit Tigers beat St. Louis Browns, they were called back then. 16-1 to in the first game and 20-7 to in the second game. They scored 36 runs in a doubleheader. Yep. And that is this day in sports. That has also since been broken, by the way, by the Texas Rangers in 2007. They scored 39 runs. In, in a, a doubleheader? Double yeah. Well, I'll tell you, the, the way the Yankees started out this season, I thought they were going to do something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, 707-895-2448. Phone lines are open. We've thrown some stats out there. We've got the quiz. Uh, I'm sorry, the quiz was uh, who are the eight teams that played the first year of the AFL, American Football League? In 1961. In 1961. I say uh, get on your uh, computer, and if you can't name them all offhand, I'd like to see who can look it up the fastest. Um <laughs> Should we talk about some people first? We we've got uh, we've got three. Yeah, I mean you're you you're the one. Look, we make the menu or the topics, and we kind of agree on like this is the front burner of topics. This is the middle burner. Well, you always let me bring it up. Back. Okay, you go ahead and pick. I like to have some some uh, 
latitude on this show, so I'll take it. First, I'd like to go, in case we didn't mention it, it's, it's still really recent news in, in the sports world. And I love the comment you made about this one before the show when we were talking about it. Serena Williams is, re is retiring. I shouldn't say she's retired. She's retiring from professional tennis at age 40. I saw an interview when she said why. She, she wants to pursue other things. She wants to um, have another kid. Um, she's also not winning, and and um, um, but as you said, if she wanted to play, people would come and watch her, just like Tiger Woods. Yeah. Um, I thought that was amazing. If someone had the gall, you said. Uh, actually, you said it was on an ESPN show, right? Yeah. First take. So I guess that's the starting point for this. It, and I'm not a tennis person. I think anyone that listens to this show knows that. I think tennis is a very boring sport to watch. But the, that being said. Uh, I can't. It was on ESPN. I think it was first take. I don't remember who said it, but someone was trying to make the case because it was the announcement was Serena's retiring, and the question it was on first take or some sports debate show. The question that was asked was, "Is Serena Williams the most dominant women's tennis player in history?" And someone had—I don't know if he was put up to it because that's how those shows have to be done. But someone tried to make the case that Serena's not the greatest women's tennis player of all time. And even I know that is is bizarre and just <laughs> absurd. And I don't watch tennis. Like it's she's she's won the most Grand Slams. She far, was had yeah. those runs where it was just Venus versus Serena in the finals of everything, and Venus never beat her. It's just I I don't know. I I I felt like it was a stupid question. I, it, she's the greatest women's tennis player of all time, and I. I don't think it's close. I don't understand how anyone thought it was even a question. As you said, Jer, that was isn't a news show. The design of that show, first take, is the debate. And anyone that understands yeah. debate means, even in, in professional, I'm going to call it professional, in, in national debate contests when it has nothing to do with sports, you don't even know which side you have to debate until right before the, the, the debate. So you're sure. told which sure. side you have to defend. Then you have to defend it. That's the art of debate. You just don't like that art of debate being done in sports when it's so ridiculous. Yeah, and, and I'm yeah. looking at and it, and this is no insult to the other great women's tennis players of their times. But I'm looking at the pictures of some of these of some of these these women that were like second, third, and fourth in terms of Grand Slam championships. I can tell by the picture alone, prime them versus prime Serena. She's wiping the floor with these people. <laughs> it's not even close. I, I don't know. I I thought it was so absurd. But yeah, it's she. One of the things that I I loved about Serena was she broke through from tennis kind of into popular culture really well oh yeah uh she did a lot of commercials with steph curry for a while that were hilarious those were, those were um, uh no those were um they, those were subway commercials yeah they were subway commercials <laughs> yeah she did a lot of subway commercials she did some stuff with i think direct tv too um she was very animated as a tennis player i think it was really fun to watch because tennis i think a lot of times is this very professional reserved sport i think it's always good to see kind of an outlier in that um yeah it's a big deal it's you know one of the greatest women athletes and i think argue one of the greatest or even most dominant athletes of all time is retired we've got a guess from texter joe 
The answers to the quiz. I'm going to let you answer this. Oh, is this fair? We're allowing text responses specifically to your phone number? Joe, 707-895-2448. I, I, like, I like when rules are being made on the fly. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't think a text response is acceptable. No, I just made. I just agree with you. Joe, you're yeah. going to have to call 707-895-2448. Jared just made the rule on the fly, and I like making rules on the fly. you got to call in for your answers for the... For the uh, for the uh, the sports phone quiz, um, anything anything else? And I think that that's kind of a, a quick one with Serena, like just kind of an acknowledgement of it. Um, but did you have anything you wanted to add? I talked about that for a while. It it's it you know I I I got I got three more generations on you. You know if we say twenty years in sports is a generation, I've seen two other generations, and you could probably make the argument. You know, some of the other women tennis players that they argued for didn't get the, you know, social media wasn't on their side. The sport wasn't as big. I don't care about any of that. I, I don't, I've never seen a woman that can consistently beat Serena, any any of the best pros. You know, I know it's hard to, you know, rackets are better, all that kind of stuff. But Serena is by far the best in my mind. And I, I don't say that lightly because I don't say... I don't say Tiger Woods is the best golfer of all time by any means, and and um, um, their statistics would back me up at some level. Um, so so, but Serena, I think is a is a no brainer. Yep. Uh, fun little it. fact here: Venus Williams was the person that beat Serena the most. Well, that makes sense. She, yeah. yeah. Played, oh, really? That's a great stat. Yeah. She beat you. What's the uh, sister versus sister record? Uh, 19 to 12 in Serena's favor. And I'll bet you, I'll, you know, Venus was older. I'll bet you Venus's beating of Serena was in Serena's first five years. I'll bet you out of those 12, eight or nine of them were in Serena's first five years. I'm okay. just guessing. I, I could buy that. Yep. Hmm. All right. Uh, but yeah, seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Give us a call if you've got anything you want to talk about going on in the world of sports. Number to call is seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Jim, what else do you have for us? Um, we're, we're sticking with some names here. Um, Jared, give it, give a an update on Brittany Griner sitting in a prison cell in Russia. I don't think we've she's talked. Nine... Oh. I, how long she's been there now? Um, I don't think we've given the results. No, we, of, we, we haven't done anything since the court decision. The results of the trial, I don't think we've ever talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's doing nine. Right now, she's, she's, she, well, not right now, but she was sentenced to do nine years. Uh, nine of a possible 10, up like a 10 year maximum sentence. Uh, she was sentenced to nine. Um, it's weird because, like, we're in the, the the stage now where there's all the support that comes out. Well, I mean, there's been support before, but now we're just kind of in this stage where everyone's putting their name out there, like you know, in support of bringing her home. The the United the, the U.S. government has said stuff. Joe Biden has said stuff. Uh, teammates, friends, family, all those things are kind of making the push. I, now it's just a question of what's going on behind closed doors that we're never going to hear about, right? We're like, we're going to hear. Russia has requested, and they're in a pretty good position to request, because um, all the pressure on on our our government to get Brittany Griner back. 
Um, um, they have said that it has to be done behind closed doors. So I, my guess is it will the be next done. Thing, go ahead. Sorry. It will be done behind closed doors, and we're going to hear the final result. And the next thing we're going to hear is Brittany Reiner's coming home. Um, the deal's been made. She'll be home in in two and a half weeks. Something like that's the next thing we're going to hear. I, I would bet that this was a political ploy. They got the person they wanted, a famous uh, sports star from the United States. They're going to use it to get their uh, one of their people back, and it's just a matter of time now, and I think it'll happen pretty quick. That's my guess. Yeah, yeah, and then that's kind of like we're the, the, the story's going to – it's not going to go on hold. That's the wrong answer, the wrong way to say it, because there's still going to always be stuff where people come out, make oh, statements sure. and those types of things. And as the WNBA ramps into their playoffs, I'm sure we, we hear more from them. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the next, like, major piece of news from this would theoretically be the whatever – the agreement of the prisoner swap and, and she's coming home. When How long that's going to be? shoot i have no way to jo- i mean you said two weeks it c- i could i have no frame of reference no my, my I, I idea is i don't know how when when it's announced i don't know how oh, long i got you okay that that's the next thing we're going to hear is how long it's going to be because she is being released with a prisoner swap sure sure i'm picturing this i'm picturing this thing like on like on um like on a a, a netflix tv show like um like Breaking Bad, I, I'm picturing the van from the Russia coming up next to the van from the United States, and a couple bodyguards get out and they swing one door open. I mean, it's yeah, I'm sure it's more professional than that. <laughs> but that's yeah. in my mind because of television. That's that's my mind how it's going to be done. There's got to be something, you know, with those pieces in it somehow, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like I said, I imagine it's a little more organized. Seven zero seven, a lot more paperwork. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Please call if you have an answer to our sports quiz, which is the original teams in the AFL, um, the American Football League, in nineteen sixty one. Uh, if you got anything else to talk about, give us a call. That's let's see what do we say that we're talking about people right now so you want to continue? Uh yeah, we got one other kind of person topic. Um yeah, I mean say about Brittany Griner, Serena Williams. If you watched tennis, there we go. Hello, you're uh, hello, you're on the air. Hello, you're on the air. Yeah, you know, listening to this, I've been across a lot of international borders, and I know. But if I had gone into Russia with the amount of cannabis oil she had, which, you know, for Mendocino County doesn't seem like much, but for some other parts of the world it does seem like a lot, I know that no one would care. I wouldn't be on the news. I would just be doing my nine-year prison term. And, you know, my family maybe would see me at the end of that if I survived it. It wouldn't be in the news. Nobody'd care. There's a level of privilege to our sports characters, you know, children of rich people, you know, different groups, and it really shows how things stratify when it comes to justice. I mean, little old me, the U.S. government is not going to care. Nobody's going to care. Exactly the same crime, exactly the same guilty verdict, and I wouldn't be on the news 
anywhere, and that just makes me mad. Do you agree? Do you agree with us that that um, you think this swap will be made because she's famous? I do. Well, it's only because she's famous. Why would that's, that's what I mean. get an arms dealer from us that uh, has been convicted? One of the people involved in the conviction of that arms dealer is saying, "Look, this guy caused the deaths of lots of people. Wars in Africa, selling weapons in and out. You know, blowing you know small wars up into big wars." And we got him dead to rights. We went into another country to do it, but we got him and uh, shut him down. And then uh, now we're going to let him go to get her out. Her and Paul Whelan, I think. I don't think you're the first. Um, what do you think, Jer? What's, what's your prediction? Oh, she's getting out. Yeah. I don't know how long it's going to take, but and my, you, my prediction is she's, she's getting cause out. Because you've talked about sports, sports and famous... Um, um, so go ahead yeah so so it's funny i i, I was listening to something i can't remember where it was coming from because this is the the other side of this britney griner thing right it's it's caller it's what you're talking about where it's this when jim and i've talked about this before this idea of athletic privilege um and how she's brought the this attention to this because she's a famous athlete and that's probably because why she's going to get out as opposed to if me you or somebody else got arrested it's a whole nother story um I, I want to be very careful with, with this next thing I'm going to say because I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm a fan of Joe Rogan's podcast because Joe Rogan's a very bizarre person and he says some super controversial stuff. But he's, he made a comment a couple weeks ago on his show that I thought was really interesting because it goes back to that, that idea of how many thousands of people are arrested in the United States and in jail right now for marijuana possession. And the only difference between them and Brittany Griner is they can't put a basketball through a hoop. And, and You're absolutely correct. There are a lot of them. But this is even worse because it's international borders, and we got our major government talk, trying to trade a friggin' dangerous arms dealer, yeah. arms dealer to get her back. Yeah. It's yeah. like and, the privilege is just off the charts with who the Russians want unless they do some other deal and get somebody a little less, you know, obnoxious for us to turn loose. Because, I mean, this guy's guilty dead to rights. I mean, he's like, he's a major person who you don't want out there selling, you know, AK-47s to 10-year-olds, you know. It's like, he's like as bad as it gets. And we're going to turn him loose to get a basketball player back. 707-895-2448. I'd say... I don't know, caller. If if you're if you're in the minority of of Americans, I don't know. But I'll tell you, the uh, whatever you just said, the phones are ringing off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> All right, talk to you guys later. Hello, you're on the air. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to talk about politics. Hello. You're on the air. I don't want to talk about politics. Okay. I I know you guys are basketball. I I know you guys are basketball aficionados, right? Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. We both are. Jim and I both played in college. Jim uh, played professionally. Today is Magic Johnson's birthday. He's sixty-three years old. 
Really? That wasn't on the computer today. Wow. Yeah, I did I didn't I didn't Are you listening wow. are you listening to your radio? Because if you are, you gotta turn yeah. it turn it down. It's got a seven second delay on it. Okay. Um Mark Fidrick is today also. Remember the bird? I don't know Mark Not Fidrick. Who's Mark that, Jer? Oh man. Uh, baseball player. Well, I'm I'm an older guy. I'm about eighty, so huh. I remember John Brody. His birthday is today too. He was a quarterback for the Niners from the late fifties, also until Joe Montana came around. How do you know about all these birthdays? Well, I got a birthday book. I follow <laughs> these people anyway. So. There's a great one. I, I just have to say this, Jer. There's a you ask a stupid question, you get a stupid answer. <laughs> Where'd you get the birthdays? I got a birthday book. <laughs> uh, some guy from uh, the San Francisco Chronicle wrote a bunch of different books about sports. You know, huh. yeah. and one of them was about birthdays. So Magic Johnson got, for you know, me. Will Chamberlain in there and all yeah. kind of folks. Yeah, Magic Johnson for me is one of those players that. I, I mean, there's a lot of them, but he's one of those ones that I'm I'm bummed that I just missed him in terms of yeah. my age. Where there's other guys, if you go back further, like Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain, it's like, oh, I would have loved to see them play, but I'm so yeah, much Yeah, Ro Oscar Robertson, dude. Ooh, he was bad. <laughs> he was bad. I, I remember back when uh, Syracuse Nats were around, man, before they moved and became the Hawks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. NBA had people up in Syracuse, Minneapolis Lakers. Yeah, uh, man. Huh. So this is this is a uh, march down memory lane here talking to you. I'm 68. Absolutely. So and we, we, I used to be big, big, big on sports all the time. I haven't followed them since I don't know. I'm still a Cincinnati Reds fan, and I checked them up. But my big time was back to uh, the '61 World Series when they were playing the Yankees. It was a year after Bill Mazarowski won it with uh, the Pirates with a ninth-inning home run. But the, the Reds lost four games to one. The one game they won was one to nothing. Elio Chacon stole home. And that was the only run of the game. It was uh, Whitey Ford. And I don't even remember. Maybe Maroney was you later. Good... I don't remember who the Reds pitcher was. But you got that good... was a good age. Got yeah. a good, you got a good memory. Let me let me take another call. Thanks for the take. I, I'm I'm I tell you the truth, caller. I'm glad you pulled this away from politics there for a second. Me too. Thank you. <laughs> I hear that all week long. Listen, right, listen thanks. up. And if we get too far into politics, give us a call back. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Good evening, gentlemen. This is Hi, Vince. Vince. Hey, Vince. Yeah. How we doing? Pretty doing good. Well. We got scolded. For politics being we too big. He didn't get scolded. Stop it. <laughs> he, he was tired of it, though. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it's a tough topic, obviously. And, the you know, you get into the whole privilege thing compared to just average people. And yeah, it can go down a pretty deep rabbit hole. So I, I can could, I could see how that gets a little old. But it is important sports news. And we live in a world where you have recognition and you have a little bit of power. So... It's, it's right or wrong. It is what it is. Um, but, you know, she is also a, a Paul Wieland, a Marine who's been over there for a few years, is a part of the trade as well. So it's not just for an athlete. You know, right, right. there is some other 
you know, the, the, the America's trying to get a two-for-one, basically, uh, in that situation. So there, there's more to the story than just Brittany Griner. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's sure. But uh, I, I do want to jump back really quick and just, you know, Serena Williams, creme de la creme of women, women athletes, if you will. I mean, not just tennis players. I was going to You know, she was so dominant. I was going to bring that up, Vince, if no one else did. I was glad you called. Is this Serena Williams thing... Uh, greatest female athlete of all time. I will not compare women's athletes to men's athletes. So um, if anyone's going to call up and say she's better than all men athletes, I, 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 I separate them. And um, There's an argument to be made she's the most dominant athlete of all time. Right, right. Yeah, in that's why. In comparison, yeah, to I would say at least at least the most dominant tennis player, male or female. You know, you could probably sure. say that safely. Yeah, that's that's what I mean, Jerry. I, I, I don't make those kind of comparisons, but I see what you're saying. Um, but no doubt, she's the best. Um, I, I would, boy, best female athlete of all time. I, I, I mean, there's there, Nick Wright could make that argument. He's my favorite arguing guy now. Oh. <laughs> nice. You know who he is, uh, Vince? What What else is on your mind, Vince? Well, I, I, first off, has anybody uh, made a guess yet on the, the 18? Um, yes and no. We were... Um, uh, we had one no. one person text, but Jerry immediately made a rule. No texting the sports, the sports phone quiz answers. <laughs> I, I heard that part. I, I missed the last caller. You want to go for it? We'll give it a year. Um, I have the Broncos, the Oilers, the Chargers, the Bills, the Patriots, but they were known as the Boston Patriots, not the New England Patriots at that time. And then this is where I get dumped. I know there was a team in New York besides the I don't. It wasn't the Giants or the Jets. There was because there were there were two teams that didn't move on, or if they did, they changed their names. And the other one was in was in Dallas. But I don't have, I don't know the names of those two. So I got. I think I've got the eight areas and at least six of the teams, but uh, I don't have the uh, last two names. Did he? So, did he say I'm Alter? So, so so Vince, you cut out a little. You bit. glitched out a little bit. I got it, Jim. Vince, Vince, you for sure. I for sure heard six of them. Then I heard New York as the seventh, and you're right. It was not the Jets or the, the or the Jets or the Giants. You, it may have been when you cut out. You said the last one, um, but there was one city I didn't hear. But it's possible, like I said, the other the other team was in Dallas, but they were called the Cowboys. So I don't have. I didn't have the New York or Dallas uh, last names, like the names of teams. Okay. Yep. I think he said them all, Jerry. Yep. So it was the Boston. It was the Boston Patriots, the Buffalo Bills, the Dallas Texans, the Denver Broncos, the Houston Oilers, the LA Chargers, the New York Titans. Vince, I can't Oakland, hear Jerry because of your dog. And, and the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> I miss that because yeah. of your dogs. They're that loud on the phone. Ah, uh, they're having a moment. They're, uh. I, I'd yell at them, but then I'd be yelling into the phone. So. So. Uh, okay, so so I was pretty close. What was, I, I'm sorry, Jerry. The dogs were barking and so far. But what was the the name of the New York team? Uh, the New York Titans. Titans. Okay. So did yeah, he name them all, Jerry? Did he say the Raiders? Yep, he got them all. Okay, good. 
Okay, so next to- next topic. Um, Deshaun Watson, NFL quarterback, gets six games for 23 sexual misconduct allegations. Last year, Calvin Ridley was suspended indefinitely for betting. Um, hold on. Betting on – Jerry, you got this one at all? He bet on his own team to win. He bet on his own team to win, and he's suspended indefinitely. Now, I know the NFL is, is uh, appealing the um, decision on Deshaun Watson to try to get it a longer suspension, but the fact that that's what was given to someone for 23 sexual misconduct allegations and a guy betting can't, can't get a, you know, he's, he's indefinite. There's like no time change. And I, I always thought, you know, when I really think about it, they can't have people betting on their own. But if yeah. you're going to bet, why can't you bet on your own team to win? You can't bet on your own team to lose. Why can't you bet on your own team to win? You're supposed to try to win. I, I'm not going to argue that. <laughs> <laughs> this my, my reaction to this was kind of what, Vince, you were going towards was – it's just the NFL's track record of suspensions is just it's so all over the place. All over. It, like there's no there's no real like consistency or through line to it other than it's all over the place. Like that that's what gets me with this where like, there was I can't remember who it was but there was a running back uh who got caught right. on video beating his girlfriend in an elevator. He was done. He never got really back into the NFL after that. But so that is yes, but twenty three counts of sexual misconduct, that's a six to twelve game suspension, depending on how the, the appeal like the, the appeal process goes. I, I just one thing I, I appreciate about baseball is they seem very consistent with their suspensions, especially around PED use. Like a really well known player for the Padres just around what games. around what chair? Uh performance enhancing uh, drugs. Oh, oh, oh. Right. Yeah. So a really famous Padres player just got 80 games, and the and Major League Baseball's been like they're super consistent with that. Where and I and think the NBA is relatively consistent with that stuff as well. But the NFL's just so all over the place. That's what frustrates me about it is so much yeah. as a sports from the sports standpoint. Deshaun Watson's a despicable human being, but he's so talented. He's going to get back into the NFL and he's going to play again. But it's just so wacky to me how there's n- there's no consistency to how they deal out their suspensions. Hmm. And, and like you said, you, you brought up Ray Rice, who you know his career ended, yeah. but he he got back in the NFL. You know, he, he, it wasn't like he was he never played again because of a suspension. He was suspended like four games or something minuscule, and in his video was like he knocked a woman out and drugged her out of the elevator by her hair. You know, like, I thought he didn't get back in for some reason. Okay, I th- I thought one reason. I mean, they had a video of that one. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. But his suspension, his suspension didn't go indefinite. He was able to get back in the NFL. Stop, boy. What's it going to be like when I got Jasper here? I'm not going to be able to call at all. <laughs> it was a two, it was a two game suspension for Ray Rice. Two games, two games for Ray Rice, and and I mean they had video. It was. Terrible, they had and, video and a guy gets a indefinite for betting. Unbelievable. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Where it's like, I, if if the, if there was consistency to the way the NFL suspended players, I the, then like there could be more of an argument of oh, is this a fair level of punishment kind of thing? But that's the 
the larger argument here. The, the 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 other part of the story is Deshaun Watson. Like I said, he's a despicable human being. He made the most scripted, controlled oh. apology on national television I think I've ever seen in my life. It was yeah, it, it was bizarre. Um, he should have been suspended for the apology. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just. He's a really good quarterback. He's going to play again. He shouldn't. I, I don't know. I I just wish the NFL was more consistent with how they handled this stuff. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, 707. Okay, cool. Uh, wait a minute. 805-2448. 707-895-2448. Give us a call. We've got a lot of interesting topics going today, Jer. A lot, a lot of different yeah. ones. The, the, quiz has, the quiz has been solved. And well, I, I will, well, well, I will tell our texting person they were wrong, um, so they didn't have it right. In, they didn't write have That's it. That's a tough one. You know, you have three, three, two teams that don't have the same last names, and one team that has a different first name: New England over Boston. That was a tough question. I mean, there was, there were five that I knew right off the top of my head, um, oh. and then I had to like talk to my stepdad, who's older and, and had a little bit better memory of that era. <laughs> it was a team effort on that. Oh, that for is sure. good. I like that. Yeah, so one, one more quick topic, though. I don't know if you guys saw a little heart, little uh, heartwarming one here to end. Um, did you see the Little League uh, video where the kid got hit in the head? Yes. And, you know, laid down, laid down for a little bit and got up, went to first base, and the, the young Little League pitcher couldn't compose himself, couldn't get his, you know, himself back under control, and the, the kid he hit walked over, and gave him a big hug and patted him on the back and said, "Hey, it's okay. Let's let's just keep playing ball." Yeah. I thought that was just a, a, a nice little touching moment for sports this week. A lot of um, there's a lot of hit by pitches in little league, be, especially oh, when yeah. you get one really good athlete because it's only 45 feet away. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. There, there, there's more than there are in the majors. I think. Yeah, that per game. That in- to me did a really good job encapsulating why the Little League World, World Series is as cool as it is because there's this really yeah. Im- really well implied very uh, front and center like level of sportsmanship in all the games being played and things like that uh, yeah it was a really good moment followed up by <laughs> I like the other, I like the other video you sent yeah me. so so Vince that was the, the level of the sportsmanship one but the equally good one well not equally good but just below that oh it was priceless uh, did you see the, the the kid that plays for I think he's on the Wyoming team he's a Wyoming team he he wears gardening gloves like thick leather leather gardening those yellow gloves gardening gloves, gloves the thick the, the 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 big thick yellow ones not the not those new new fancy ones with the special grips just the old school yellow gardening gloves so he gets up wow. there he gets <laughs> steps up to the plate with those gardening gloves and hits a home run did wyoming get in jer uh i don't believe so let me get the list up they are only mountain region i wanted to see those gloves on national television. no utah utah got in from that region oh, oh. wow yeah definitely well, that, that, one, though. That, i'll tell you that is a jubilee event though the the little league world series every time it comes around it's just such a what they've done with that and how they've turned into a, a heck of a spectacle uh for sure oh my goodness i just looked at a picture of those gloves that is great <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's great oh 
Well, good stuff, guys. I'm going to let someone else get in here, but um, thanks, Vince. appreciate it as always, and uh, we'll catch up soon. Thanks, Vince. Thanks, Vince. 707-895-2448. we got about 15 minutes left here on the sports phone. Give us a call if you've got anything you want to talk about. 707-895-2448. Well, uh, J- you know, Jim, do, 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 do we have a call? No. You want to go? Go. Okay. Go. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, while we're on the topic, can we talk a little bit more Little League? No. That's what I'd like to do, too. But let me take this call first. Okay. You're on the air. I had to call back in when you guys started talking about uh, moral equivalency. You know, you talk about, okay, this guy only gambled. That guy, you know, hit somebody. You know, not going to do sue. You know, he stomps on people's arms and legs when he's playing out there for Miami. And, you know, the different things we punish people for and how much we should punish them. Because that's what you guys were doing when you started comparing the gambling to the sexual harassment and other kinds of things. Fair enough. You can do that. But I watched an MMA match the other night. Two women. I'm listening to the people in the audience screaming every time this one woman gets hit. And her face is cut, bleeding. There was blood all over her face, all over the mat, all over the front of her shirt. And I'm watching like, why don't they stop this? And I hear just the frantic cheering of the crowd every time another punch got landed. And I'm listening to that, and I go, okay, we got gladiators out there. Now, these two people did have to make the same weight, we assume. You know, we don't actually know that's what happened, but we assume it did. And one was clearly from a much higher level of skill than the other, and the other one just wound up being out there, basically turned into hamburger for a payday. So when we introduce morality into things, it's really an interesting juggling act we're doing because one, one sport versus another sport versus people getting beat up, people, things happening to them. I remember watching that Ray Rice video and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe she hit him first. Now you can say, that a man should never hit a woman. I totally disagree with relatives, women, and the military. You know, you're going to shoot back at some point. And plenty of times I've been in country western bars and seen women just teeing off on men. So those sort of statements don't really work for me. But when when I watch a video and in an elevator, I see one person hit the other one, and then the other one hit him back, I just can't take my mind away from that MMA match I just watched. And so how do you decide the moral equivalency of these different things? Isn't it just what our society likes and doesn't like? But that's I, not true was, all over the world. Yeah, I, I think maybe yeah, to some extent. But for me, it wasn't as much about the moral equivalencies because I don't try to figure that stuff out for the reasons of like, it's it's the NFL's job to figure that stuff out, not mine. And also, I think it's just really complicated. But the part... I, for me, as much, not as much the, the moral part of it, it's just even within the same moral bubble of like type of offense, what, what bothers me is that other leagues are very, very consistent with if you do this type of thing, there's a very clear punishment for it. What, what's always bothered me with the NFL is even within the same, just call it like violence, right? If you want to just call it violence, 
even then, there's no consistency to how they dole out punishment. So th- that's the yeah. part that bothers me more than they're trying to make equivalencies, is that even within the equivalent, or like, again, a, a large bubble, there's there's no consistency to it. That That's the part that has always bothered me, not as much yeah. the making the two things, trying to make them the same. Or, or trying well, to. I mean, the thing you have to remember is when you're comparing gambling to somebody doing sexual harassment, gambling's where the money is. So any any sort of tainting of people going out there and playing, whether you're, you know, is just like taboo for the money in gambling. And we have to remember that a lot of sports only exist because of these revenue streams. And. You think we could pay those people the kind of money that we do if there wasn't huge amounts of money being made on this? You know, or, you know, advertisers trying to sell you ice cream that, you know, want your audience there, which is just, you know, another kind of gambling with your life, I suppose. But, but, but yeah, but so what I'm saying is I only reacted because I heard you guys comparing the guy gambling through the sexual harassment cases and talking about how long somebody should be punished for one versus the other. And I thought, boy, that's getting into sort of a morass. And it immediately popped Brittany Griner back up in my mind. Right. If you're yeah. a fancy athlete, you get to go back and play professional football after a two game suspension for hitting your girlfriend back and dragging her out of the elevator. I don't know yeah. if it would have been better or worse if you'd left her in there. But, you know, obviously it was dramatic footage and people didn't like it. You know, even though I see, you know, Sue stomping on people's arms and legs, you know, when the play whistle's been blown, plays over, and he's still playing and is considered a nice guy. So, you know, it just, there's no good answer to this stuff. Thanks for the, uh, thanks for the passion. Let me take another call. Appreciate it. You're on the air. This is Dan from Philo. Um, yeah. I want to comment about the last caller. Uh, if, you know, if it's like all, all, all throw down in the neighborhood and like anyone can hit anyone, if a nephew hits an uncle who's like 16 or 24 or 40 years older, is it okay for like the uncle to like pile off and smack the kid because, you know, like, well, if you hit someone, you hit someone, so they should figure it out. Secondly, um, a lot of times these professional athletes are role models to kids, you know, so maybe we should have some type of, like, ethical code, like if you get charged and convicted for a felony, like maybe you can no longer play in that sport in a professional level, right? So there should be some other types of uh, uh, checks and balances on that. And then the dude also talking about uh, the two women hitting each other and bloody in the face and and everything like that, and also comparing it to Deshaun Watson and the girlfriend who had uh, hit him, right? Those two MMA fighters were consenting adults, and they both, like, signed waivers and stuff like that. And they also had the same basic type of experience and knowledge in what they were doing. I don't think the girlfriend was, like, 280 pounds, a uh, professional football athlete. So I'd like to hear what you guys have to say. Thanks. Well, I, I go back to this thing of the NFL has a code of conduct. All professional sports leagues have these professional codes of conduct. And 
that goes back to the problem I have, where if like if you violate the NBA's like code of conduct, it, it and I, I could be wrong about this, but in my experience and memory, they're extremely consistent with violate the code of conduct. You, there's a there's a severe penalty for it. You violate the NFL's code of conduct. I feel like it's a roll of the dice, like, and you're just seeing what number it lands on to see how many games you're getting suspended for. Like, that's yeah, I'd be all for that, and most leagues have it, but it just seems like it's not enforced, or if it's or if it's not enforced with any sort of consistency, and, and that's where I go back to all this with. And I know I've kind of repeated myself a few times, but that's the sports aspect of this that frustrates me. Is I, I wish leagues were consistent with how they doled out their punishment. And and that's, and I just don't see that, especially in the NFL. I I have some mixed feelings, JR. I I, I tend to um, lean a little bit towards the last caller, um, the call from Philo, in that I don't think all is equal here. When you have a, a superstar NFL player, I don't care if that person called him names in the elevator, if, if they um, tried to hit him in the elevator, I, I think the responsibility, he used the world role model, I heard the responsibility, he's bigger, he's stronger, he could have stopped it w- without... Well, I, I agree with that, but I, I 100% understand that and agree with it. I just don't understand in the code of conduct, why is that a two-game suspension? Versus gambling on betting on your own team to win, why is that a indefinite suspension? That's all I I, I want to know is I, I just want to understand you're not why anal- the decisions yeah. are coming. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. It doesn't make any sense. Sounds to me like yours. You're not analyzing the crime itself. Action. You you want to know why it isn't consistent from from yes. player to player. From well, maybe there should be maybe. Maybe the three sports should get together and the three major, the four major <laughs> yeah. sports get together and make make a national sports code of conduct and yeah. and, and enforce it. I, I I'm tired of the. I think penalties should be much, much, much more severe. You've heard me talk about this, right? Right. Um, you got a rule. You can't break this rule. You break the rule, you're done for the season. I mean, I. I I, I said I, I don't like all this 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 judgment and 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 making a decision. If 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 it's written down, you do a. You have to have. There should be a penalty for a. And and um, I used to do that when I coached teams. If you were caught doing illegal drugs in one of my teams, you were off the team. And and, and there wasn't. They they agree. The, the players agreed to it before the the season started, and I like to give you. If you miss practice, you missed a game. There there was there wasn't all this discussion, you know. So, I don't know. Am I am I being way too old here, Jer? No, I. You're consistent. Exactly. That's the word you've been using over and over and over again. Yeah. You. That's what you want. It sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. If someone calls now, you got a minute on the air. Say whatever you want about sports. 707-895-2448. Uh, what, Jer- since, since we're since we're we just want to get this in real quick because I don't think we're going to get to talk about it this week and next week. It's going to be part of the way in. Yep. Um, 
this week starts the Little League World Series. I think we, we're about to touch on it. It starts on August 17th. Um, just wanted to give a shout out to the event itself. I have thoughts about how it's formatted and, and other things. But if you want to watch like a really feel-good sporting event, turn on ESPN and watch the Little League World Series starting on the 17th, and then it runs to the 28th. It's incredibly high-level baseball. The, the environment and the just the vibes are fantastic. Spend some time watching that if, if you don't have anything to do in the next kind of week and a half. And if, if uh, you've it's never, if a you've, really fun event to watch. Yeah, if you've never done it, Jared, people, the the production of it yeah. is, I mean, the interviews with the parents while the the pitcher is pitching. I mean, it's um, it, it's 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 a beautiful event. And what is the stat you gave me this week for organized sports leagues? It is the it is the most participated in organized sports league in the world, I believe, is the stat. More people play. Let's just translate that for a second. I'm going to try. More people play in Little League Baseball than any other organized sporting league in the world. Yes, that is the stat I heard. I think it was a couple of years ago, but I would be surprised if it's not still accurate. Um, I can't imagine I, that there's even a close second. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's it's a really cool event. As I said, I have some thoughts about the format of the event. I have issues with the way that the Little League World Series is handled, just in terms of format and how a champion is determined. But the event as a whole, the facilities, the as Jim said, the interviews, just the whole vibe is really, really cool. They, did a, they didn't get to do international teams last year. Uh, it was just a U.S.-only thing. This year, the international teams are back. Uh, it's a really cool event. Um, go definitely take a look at it uh, the next So time. that was COVID that, that took out the... Yeah, last year they just did the American teams because of COVID. Sign off, This Jared. year, they're, they're full back. It's all yours, right, we're wrap it up. We'll be back next week, August 21st. Uh, that'll be a week from today. Until then, I'll talk, uh, talk to everybody next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.